Oh, uh, so I thought it would be good this episode if you wanted to. Um, I've been gathering some comments from fans. Oh, yeah. Let's start off strong because, you know, this is, it's been a while since we actually recorded. And let's get it, let's get it with a nice little teaser right here with the comments. <laughs> so, with, all right. And keep in mind, though, I'm paraphrasing with obviously with what they were saying, but this is going to be the gist of it. Okay. All right. So, our first comment is from Nicole Sager. This is YouTube. And she says, or he, I don't know, I'm not going to click on photos. <laughs> but they said, Joseph is not a true fan, and you guys need to find a better way for people to comment so I could school your ass. Wow. Uh, shout out to Nicole. Um, Thanks, Nicole. <laughs> next one. Heard your words loud and clear. Appreciate it. Next one was from Joe Effect. Um this one, I think he was lying, but Taylor, your YouTube channel sucks. <laughs> I need more pictures of Chloe. So, once again, paraphrasing. We we love you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, they're they're getting the point. They're yeah, yeah. The point. I think they're getting. They're finally getting it. They're finally getting it. All right. Next one is from the casual viewer known as Rainy Day. Ah. Uh, Lana is not a meteor freak. Joseph should know better. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone basically just said, Joseph, you're a fucking moron. Please stop. Yeah. Uh, but thank you. Thanks. Rainy day. Kind as always. Love hearing about you. Um, next, <laughs> we have Danny Pizza Rolls. Oh. Um, you guys are underrated. P.S. Joseph sucks. <laughs> Okay. I may have added that yeah, last one. That seems more so Taylor, but because I remember seeing this comment. Okay, all right. Maybe that one was a lie at <laughs> the last part. Next one is from also the casual listener, Tay. Uh, and Tay. this mm. one was just a post where it was a villain punching Clark Kent in the face and Clark Kent being knocked out, and he said, this is for Joseph. So that one did happen, and you could even go to the page to prove it. So I'm just going to throw that, that one back out there to that, you. <laughs> and that was uh, because of my delay, right? Yes. It was a delay. Yes. It was on Twitter. Okay. Because yeah. you pulled a real Adam. So yes. Um, Shout out my boy Adam. RIP. I miss you so much already. You know. An another comment. Don't worry. I got more here. Oh, yes. <laughs> we have Clay Rule. Joseph needs to promote the podcast more. What does he even do? That one. That one I'm going to stand by Clay. <laughs> what do I do, huh? You know what Clay you said? Clay. Clay was mm. the name. Yes. Clay. What do I do? What do I even do? You know, yeah, I'm just, I actually just show up. We record. That's it. You know, I don't do anything. All right. And then very last one, uh, Fiona Forbes. I don't know, but she said that Joseph reminds me of Karate Kid, the Hillary Swank version. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Wait, that, when was this? Uh, that one was a while back. <laughs> Fiona's on the Twitter, right? Yeah, so she may have just page? been comparing a scene to Karate Kid, but paraphrasing, like I said. Well, it's known that the third one, it's the third one, right? Is yeah, the third, the third one. one. That Third one, Hillary. Notoriously bad. Yeah. So, and but she's white. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
She's comparing Hillary Swank to you. Is she assuming I'm white? <laughs> yeah, again, paraphrasing. Wow. Fiona may not have said this. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary Swank, man. Is she hot? You know what? Uh, this is easily my argument towards it every time. The P.S. I Love You movie makes me think that she is hot. Because I love that movie so much, and it's so sad that no matter what, I'm going to give her so much credit because, yeah, I fell in love with her in that movie. What do you mean, Freedom Riders, dude? Okay, that is not what <laughs> I'm... so sexy. That is that. not what I want to watch. I'm so tired of that movie. I had to watch it, like, every year in English class. I wasn't in the AP courses. I was so turned on when she said, look, I am nobody's mother, okay? <laughs> you said that with such a stern face. <laughs> So that's where I fell in love. All right. Um, so, but we have agreed. Hillary Swank, hot. hot for sure. So let's now he, turn he, the corner to the Smallville episode that we have. Yeah. And this one being labeled as Legacy, episode oh. 17 of season three. And one of the main characters, going back to Worthless John, I just want to rephrase, is Worthless. What the hell happened to my tough guy? Yeah. What happened to my badass? What happened to my father figure? I got I got a stranger this episode. This was this was like almost it reminded me of second season, John. Yeah, exactly. This is what I used to make fun of all the time. Yeah. Where this season it's been so spotty for me to be able to talk so much smack. <laughs> but this episode, he gives me something every single scene. It's bad. And it's like, oh, you're hearing a ring, John. Oh, Jarrell talking to you. Oh <laughs> we're sad. We're mad. We have a bad mood now. I'm gonna hate my family. Yeah, and then I'm going to do things that I never thought I would. And the problem that I have with this episode, obviously, I always have issues. Um, was he hearing things in Jarrell's that would make him do some of the things he's doing? Or is that just an excuse, he says? Because they only give us certain moments where we hear the buzzing spoiler. Yeah. But we're not really hearing anything in his head. We're just assuming, is John going crazy? It's like the Lex question all over again. Yeah, that's true. And while we do have John being a piece of shit, we have like father, like son. Oh, and that God. his name is Clark Kent. And he decides to be, I think, almost at his worst behavior in this, I feel like. The whole season. Once again, this is two of the Kent boys <laughs> taking such a gigantic step backwards where <laughs> Lana is somehow the one that I'm going to be defending this episode because Clark, once again, completely out of bounds in everything that he does. It's like he's not even paying attention to anything she's saying. <laughs> she just got rid of Adam and somehow Clark became dumber. <laughs> he got what he wanted and now... He's just going to play hard to get. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, Adam's dead. No matter what, she's going to want me now. Yeah. Like, All right, what? cool. All attention's on me now. Now he's Adam. Yeah, not going to fix any problems. We're not going to talk about anything. Instead, remember how we used to be? Yeah, Clark, a year ago. <laughs> Things have changed. No, they haven't. Clark is a very traditional guy, you know? He's stuck in his ways already. Yeah, I can tell. I wonder where he learns that from, which we probably find out because, okay, 
I can't even spoil the moment that just makes me hate John forever in this season <laughs> because it's so bad. But all, all the John defenders out there, all of them, I don't want to hear it. Oh, I am tired of it. This episode, you can't defend. This episode is so bad with John that I don't think I want to hear another defense for at least season three. Maybe season four, I'll hear something. But season three, John, for me, is now over. Yeah, it's John, just leave. Just leave. We'll, we'll see you later. Maybe. And, yeah. Does he finally die from that heart? <sighs> Dude. Season finale, he's really dead. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> but as Taylor said, this is episode 17 of season three, Legacy. Back as the Somebody Save Me podcast. We're here to treat the fans once again to a wonderful episode. It's going to be so good. I hope you enjoy. Keep commenting. Yeah. Please. <laughs> I loved every... Please. If you could keep mentioning my name, I'd love it even more. Because guess what? I love being talked about. I love it. Yeah. Me too. I'm, I wasn't really in those comments. There was a lot of positivity thrown Tell at you, me. YouTube sucks. <laughs> God. <laughs> That was like one time. <laughs> but yeah, let's get it. Wow. So we already have Martha yelling at John because John is on the roof. And apparently... He's on the roof of the the barn, sorry. The, the Clark barn. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, it's pretty dangerous, but, it, I mean, it's probably pretty safe to walk up there, I feel like. like. Okay, I'm, I'm already going to have to pause for Martha's, you. Martha's, yeah, she's just yelling at him, John, the doctor said, keep it down, take it easy. What are we doing? All right, you have a son that can get up on the roof and do this in 30 seconds. And we see where he's at right now, so he could easily do that even martha mentions it why we that's why we have clark here to do this stuff and again this is not anything special he's not even repairing the roof of the clark barn itself he's just putting in a north south east and west chicken thing <laughs> chicken wind compass it's a rooster all right either way it's not something that's this important where he's gonna really <laughs> risk something serious that happens and martha just kind of blowing it off <laughs> he's such a manly man martha you are disappointed me in this episode i'm gonna have to point her out in several scenes because martha has also taken step back why didn't martha go up on the barn actually that's a good point too We've seen, she seems pretty healthy. We've seen Martha also kind of be that woman that can take charge. She literally teaches John carpenting. So if that's all a fact, which we tend to believe it is, she should be up on the roof. She should be installing the rooster. Honestly. And we even see what Clark is doing, too. He's just off to the side somewhere. But... As John is on the roof, he starts to hear ringing, and it sounds like the classic Kryptonian spaceship key ringing. And what what do we see in the barn? We see that it's glowing in a drawer. Well, it's tool, this, I feel like drawer. it's the same tool drawers that we've had. It's always in They've that. They've kept it in the same spot. Yeah, they do not move it. In fact, I'm pretty sure three people have now looked for it before. Granted, they were mind-controlled in some. But they have at least found this key in the same area. Yeah. Maybe we should put it somewhere else. 
Maybe we should bury it in the dirt again. I turned my head though during this part and maybe the volume was too low, but when I saw John put like his hands over his ears and start tumbling down the barn, I go, look at him getting out of his chores. <laughs> oh no, what's that sound? Oh, oh I'm falling. Clark, I'm save me. <laughs> oh, I can't get oh, up. I think I broke my leg. I thought this was all a ploy. Get me to the couch. Pour me a beer. <laughs> Clark, go finish my chores. Hey, can you go finish your chores? Please, thanks. Turns but out it's not the case, though. I was wrong. John does start falling. Martha screams, Clark! And where where was Clark? I think he was just maybe near the cows. I'm sorry. Was <laughs> that not an entirely different barn? That may have... Like a property? A different property? <laughs> maybe he was checking out the new neighbors. I think he... Forgot where he lived. Well, remember, Sarah and her uncle had to move out, so he has to have new neighbors that moved in. Maybe he was helping him, introducing himself, seeing if there was a new girl next door. Because, yeah, he was at the other barn. <laughs> I don't he know was what he at was the doing. Other barn. Is the camp farm He's that like, big? Oh, mom's over there. Oh, mom's over there. Well, I'll go. What she want? Good thing that he was always hearing or listening for them because he was able to find out. And, hey, John's falling off the barn. I better go save the day. <laughs> Not only that, oh my god, the rooster flying wind compass is about to stab him in the chest! But Clark avoids it. Yeah. Good catch, Clark. Did so good. Good catch. Your dad looks like he's still hurt. Clark then makes the joke, Dad, what were you doing? You trying to fly? Come on, you're not me. Remember your heart. <laughs> Yeah, as a dad, I'm probably pissed when he said that. Martha, of course, comes running up to him, says, oh, my God, Jonathan, are you okay? John then says, hey, what was that sound? That freaked me out. Yeah. Um, Martha and Clark both say they heard nothing. He says, oh, that's probably nothing. Why are we not concerned? Didn't Clark have this same issue? Yeah, dude. Why are we no, not no, no, no. automatically starting to panic here? Because we're the Kents. And we don't do that type of thing. And as we hide our problems. As soon as Clark then goes and checks on his dad once again, he tries to walk away. Yeah, it's like, Dad, no, 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 no. Let me help out with that. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I'm trying to grab the rooster thing. And of course, John's like, ah, I got it, Kal-El. Leave me alone. Why did you say that name? Why'd you say that name? Why did they say that? John, why did you just say that name? You just call him Cal? He's like, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know why I called you that. I don't know why I heard that. Uh, Dad, was the sound that you heard a loud, high-pitched scream? Um, and maybe a hum? It was the key. Clark, I slipped and fell off the roof, okay? Mind your damn business. What? Are you sure this doesn't have anything to do with Jarrell? I thought we agreed to drop that. I don't think we agreed to drop no, that. I That's not whatever that happened. And then John throws the wind compass out and says, screw that. I shouldn't have gone up on the roof anyways. Is John now a different person? Yes. Okay, so. I feel like it's already uncharacteristically him, I guess. Like I, I was going to say, so now do you believe he is mind controlled? Or do you believe that this is still in a way John kind of like somebody touching the shoulder of him and seeping in closer and closer? I think it's like lingering. Like there's like maybe some type of feeling that's making him feel a certain way. Maybe it's just like obviously 
some form of grief because I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. We don't know the exactly what the deal is that he made with Jarrell. What if the so part what of the, is the payout? Like what does he have to pay? Well, it also makes me now kind of believe what if Jarrell's and this is why I'm kind of hinting at with the whole taking over John's body, is a part of the deal that Jarrell gets to come back inside of John? That'd be crazy. Like that's where now, oh, I'm I'm gonna actually be your father again, Clark. Don't worry. I wouldn't want to talk about that either. That would be kind <laughs> of disturbing if that was a part of the arrangement. That'd be crazy. Be like, all right, John, you want your son? All right, fun. You can have him, but guess what? I get your body. Exactly. I get you whenever I want you. He's like Sukuna. Yeah, exactly. I get one minute of my choosing, my time. And he's a and he's complying with it. The issue is now we don't know if that truly was the deal. So I'm gonna be under the assumption because I put in my notes, this is still John, not Jarrell. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a hint about taking over John's body. Okay. Okay. So Clark ends up going to the barn after his dad threw that fit. He checks the toolbox and he finds the key. And he's looking at it. So, he decides to, I guess, stare and just to contemplate maybe something. We'll see in the next scene. But we go to Luther Corp now. And we have the basically the to-be-continued from last episode when Lionel was about to shoot himself. And remember, he was so upset because of his liver disease yeah. that that's why he was needing Adam to be able to live so then he can prove that the cells that he has from Clark can then be used to heal himself so that he can now be healthy. We were completely under the assumption that Lionel is so depressed right now that nothing's going to snap him out of it. He's listening to his opera music. He's pouring his whiskey. He has the gun cocked and loaded, putting it right near his mouth. And then all of a sudden, he gets a phone call. Yeah. And what kind of trigger is this, man? You really have to press that thing down for it to fire. Yeah, he yeah, cause he even lifts up the finger, and, and then you even hear a click, and you're like, wait, what? Is it a fake gun? You got a toy gun, Lionel. <laughs> Just like his samurai swords, they're fake. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he gets that call. It's a Joker gun. It just says bang. Oh. Oh, that reminds me in the menu when he, they have that cop or guard come in. And he asks for the yes. autograph and everything. And then he just, the gun, and the lighter, <laughs> lights the candle. I was like, amazing. Yeah, but I knew that he wasn't real from the start. Come on. The chef would have had everything planned. I was just really wishing that he was going to kill them all in the end, and it wasn't going to be some twist that it was all part of the show and the act. Turns out, I got the ending I wanted. Yeah. Yeah, spoiler on that. Yeah. <laughs> So, Lionel ends up answering the call. You know what this call is, too, right? Kinda. It, all it says is Clark's in the caves. Yeah. He's like, yeah, because he's like, he is. So this like, is all right, enough? I have the chopper standing by. This is enough for him to be able to say, screw killing myself, screw this liver disease. I'm going to go in the caves to see Clark Kent. I mean, to be honest, it's like, I think what he's probably thinking is, is maybe, yeah, it's like a calling. Like, oh. I got a call right as I was about to kill myself. Oh, it's about Clark being in the caves. And he already knows in the past when Clark's in the caves, things have happened. When was the last time we were in the caves? Do you remember? I think the last time for Lionel, I think it was when, 
I think it was Relic. That sounds right. Because it, during that time, because Clark had changed the words on that spiral-looking thing in the cave. Remember, it started. It was flipping around. So maybe Walden era. That could be. It's just funny that we're automatically like just jumped into the caves here, where Lionel seems to still own them, and yet he's not still going on with the research. Yeah, everything seems to have happened once that seal was locked up for the keyhole during the relic time. That's when then Lionel kind of gave up on it. I just find it crazy. It's like so you weren't still continuing even though you were dying well you know he was honestly i think all his attention was on the adam thing the the, the dr the metron tang. labs dr tang the the blood blood was a big thing at the beginning of the season it's true and i thought and again that's what our primary focus on it's just if i have even ownership of the caves i'm gonna take that blood i'm gonna be like spilling it on the walls to see what it does yeah i know we have seen crazy shit in there already exactly so i thought he would still be wanting to stay down here to then try to see if that keyhole would once again reappear but apparently he's just waiting on clark and so this does show and prove that he has cameras in the caves no Yes, or there's still some type of security guard that's waiting outside at all times. So strange. Because, I mean, I'm thinking, like, because if there's cameras, he could easily see what Clark has done in there. <laughs> a, a million times over. Unless whenever the key activates, it somehow messes up the cameras. Mm, like Yeah, like some type of shockwave. But as we've seen, even in Asylum, Lex does not uh, put cameras where they should be he puts them in lobbies where they shouldn't be no no no, no. <laughs> this is how we do things okay <laughs> so clark is in the cave right and he is looking at the key and he's talking to jarrell why did you have to bring him into this jarrell huh <laughs> huh whatever promises my dad made i'll take them on give it to me i Need to have it. Come on. Come on, Jarrell. I'm the one you want. And now the key is starting to freak out. Yeah. And now the keyhole that was once not there is there. And we go into a black hole where now the key is rising out of Clark's hand. And the lights are now shining. We got the red. We got the yellow. We got the blue. We got the white. Yeah. But I, what is happening here? Because it's, it's glowing. It's floating and glowing and beaming into the rock. And... Lionel is in, in the cave now, and Clark immediately had to take it out of the, the air and stop it. And somehow that was able to be stopped immediately, and that was not something that would have, like, you know, blasted Clark or prevented Clark from touching it. Somehow it's just easy to take, like, no, stop it. Like, you just click cancel on the download. Yeah, I don't understand how easy it was. Yeah. Because it looked like it was a struggle even to start. Like, it forced itself. Yeah. So you'd have to force to stop it. So is it then a a key to a door? Is that what we're getting right now? It has to be. And that's why it was taking so long. In a way, it's like carving out the door itself. Maybe. Or was it downloading more information? Mm. And it's just with Jarrell now inside of there. Because Jarrell is somewhere in these caves too. Yeah, he's like somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so maybe it's Jarrell now becoming more a part of the key so then he can infect Jonathan even more and then slowly take over his body. Yeah. No. Is that, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> I just need that to happen. 
And so Lionel is questioning Clark. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, yeah, I just like to come out down here, you know. I just love to uncover new mysteries. I thought you would understand that, don't you, Lionel? You know, Clark, sometimes when I'm down here and I look at these walls, I feel as if it might solve the mysteries of the universe. <laughs> Clark's looking at him like, okay, crazy old man. All right, Lionel, what are we, can I leave? Can I leave? Can I, can I just go? Can I go? I swear to God, if you tell me a poet quote, I'm going to kill myself at this point. Clark, what do you think? He's like, I think it's time for me to go. I think it's time for me to go. Clark, how's your father? Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. What did you just say, dude? Clark was being a good man there. He was being the better man I'm and gonna, the bigger man. I'm going to walk away. I'm not going to do he anything. He said, you know, I think it's time for me to go before I snap your fucking neck. <laughs> That's basically what he said. And he turned around. He, he was, was good. Nothing else. He Everything was, was fine. But Lionel just had to stick that dagger in there. He said, Clark, how's your father? <laughs> what a fucking dick. He's so mean. I just love it so much because it's such a giant shot at him. Yeah, He might as well have said he has heart problems, right? Yeah. Uh, how's his heart attack? <laughs> how's, his, how's his heart? I heard it sucks. The only way Lionel could have made it even worse is your mother holding up okay? Yeah, let her know. Hey, if y'all need anything, let me know. I, I, you know, I can relate. I have a liver disease. I'm going to die. Lionel, though, continues saying, how is his progress? He's better. Thanks for asking. I can only, only imagine how difficult it has been for him. You know, being so weak. Wh wh what? Yeah, and he's like, I'm sure it's tough on you too, Clark, to see him weak, huh? Very weak, because he's weak. Did I mention weak? <laughs> weak man. And Clark's still being the better guy here. Can't satisfy your mother weak. Weak, strong, healthy. He's still my dad, so I love him. I don't care. And <laughs> I just like that. I love him. Of course you do, Clark. A son's love for a father? There's nothing to compare it to. You don't know what oh, that dude. is like, Lionel. What is going Even on? Even Clark he looks at him. Look at him. Clark looks at him like, you're crazy. And then he oh touches God. his shoulder. What is wrong? It's with a this? weird shoulder touch. Like it's crossed over, like left hand on his left shoulder. I don't, that's a weird way to do that. And he puts his hand on the shoulder and it's like, we must treasure the relationships ha we have with our fathers because we only have one, right? Wink, wink. Like, where did that come from? How do you know he has two dads? Dude, I don't know, but it's very weird. It's like you could take it that way. You oh, could I take guess it, it's because, take it of, the because of the adoption. And he helped the Kents with the adoption. So, by the way, way to just throw that in his face. He really just said orphan. Yeah. We only get one dad, right, orphan? <laughs> <laughs> well, in your case, you got a couple, huh? <laughs> Just so many boundaries being crossed by what Lionel. If, what if he touched his shoulder and was just like, I hate orphans. <laughs> Come again? I hate orphans. Clark says, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. He even backs away from the shoulder touch. He's like, ugh. Yeah, I can smell your hand. He's like, stop. I'm not Lex. Lionel. Don't touch me like that. I'm not your son. He like wishes Clark was his son. Uh, does he? Okay, well, obviously he doesn't want Lex to be So he's doing anything possible. Like, he's already trying to bang his mom and then kill his dad. 
Clark, you can heal my liver. Ruin his friendships. Call me daddy. He only wants, he wants him to himself. Yeah. He's like, call me daddy Lionel. What does Lionel find, however, though, as Clark then leaves the cave? Where that symbol or that spiral thing I was talking about that everyone knows what we're talking about. It had that hole where the, the key would go into. And Walden was beaming from it at one point. Remember, it was sealed Clark up too. Got beamed too, but it was sealed up. But now it shows the key indention again, versus it was just rocked over. It was just smooth, smoothed over or whatever. And now Lionel is going to become obsessed with once again that keyhole because when a keyhole appears, just like in Kingdom Hearts. That usually means that the world is now opened up to darkness, and in order for the darkness to end, we must seal that keyhole. In order to do that, we need the key, or the keyblade. And Ansem. Ansem the Wise. Oh, Ansem's so great, especially the voice that he had. It was Dude. like two voices like echoing on top of each other. It just sounded so great. Release! Dude. Let's, let's do that. A, such a good story. Yeah, and then let's go fight Sephiroth and lose every every time fucking time. It's like, oh, I'm already at critical health. <laughs> I think I just said hi to you. <laughs> I just I jumped. I I jumped and I, I I'm critical health. <laughs> I hit one button and I'm dead. <laughs> so we came back from commercial and we got the Luther Mansion. We have Lex. Scientists are returning to the cave on the Smallville ledger. Oh. Why the sudden resurgence of interest in the caves, Dad? Okay. And Lionel's like, Lex, listen, something truly extraordinary has happened. I thought he was affected by his liver disease at this point. Wasn't he going to be dying Well, soon? I think he got a very early diagnosis, so like... He probably has like months or maybe even so. A we year were just automatically then gonna pull, put the gun to our head and pull the trigger. I mean, he was being a coward for sure. He I'm was... just confused on this sudden transition. Just because Clark then showed up in the cave, I get the keyhole appeared. I get it, but that wasn't before his sudden change. It was the moment he got a phone call saying Clark's in the cave. <gasps> oh, I'm back. <laughs> no more liver disease. <laughs> I'm just lost. I mean, I get it. I get it. He's because... so happy now. <laughs> it's like, look, look, man. The cave, Lex. You gotta think about it. The cave, Clark. It's. Do you remember the octagonal hole? Do you it's... remember? It's mind blowing. It's. It's. There's no way. It's. It's not a coincidence, bro. Uh, but it's interesting that Lionel is telling Lex these things about. Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember? And all Lex can say is. No, not really. That was your obsession. That wasn't mine. So I don't know if Lex has kept some of the memories that his father has told him before about what has occurred. Mm -hmm. But it seems like that Lex is very spotty because he does not give two shits about the cave. Not at all. He does not care whatsoever. <laughs> he doesn't. He just thinks his dad's like just spilling a new toy to him. Uh, but you do remember. The this, hole was sealed over. It was sealed over. Yesterday, I found Clark Kent down there. Can you believe it? Clark. Yes. Like, and the hole was open. He opened it somehow. Swear to God. I swear to God. You should have seen it. Dad, you know, they say mental illness is hereditary. So maybe my disability came from you? <laughs> but it's funny because Lionel really did come here to try to convince him. And it's once again, and I mentioned this before with an episode... That the frying of Lex's brain in some cases have backfired on Lionel. Yeah. Such as this, where 
Lex doesn't have an interest. What so like this is And if he does, thing. it's very low key because he's been I mean, do you remember when he contacted the doctor from Delete? Exactly. And he told him, I want you to give me my memories back, and we haven't seen anything since on that. No, I think the doctor screwed something up and Lex killed him. I don't think, like, the doctor lied He's to him. He's already dead. Gave him the wrong medicine, but I'm pretty sure that guy's dead. Yeah, I don't know. Lex is... It's, it's kind of hard to read Lex ever since that whole thing. And you don't know what side he's on. Granted, from last episode, he is working with the FBI at this point in order to bust Lionel. Right. It's just the moment even Clark is mentioned by Lionel. Lex is okay. Clark. Uh, all right. In the cave. Was he with Pete? I've been with him in the caves. I don't know how many times, Dad. And now where Lex then walks over to pour himself a drink, he's like, all right, Dad, do you really want me to just kind of go along with these ideas that you have? And, Are you done, Dad? <laughs> and now Lionel is once again going into Here we go. Galileo, how he was sentenced to death for a discovery. Where's the Inquisition when you need it? Don't let your friendship with Clark Kent blind you, son. For Don't forget it was Clark who discovered the caves. Then one of the symbols from the caves mysteriously appeared on his barn. The hole sealed itself up the same day that explosion happened on his farm. All right. I mean, Lionel's making some great points here. I, I would be probably just as obsessed. Dad, it's a coincidence. A coincidence? That's an explanation for fools and liars. <laughs> poor people. He's like, yeah, <laughs> no, nah, poor people say that stuff. <laughs> okay. I hate Lionel. Yeah, Lionel, once again, overreaches, but I do like how Lex is not even giving in a tad bit. He looks disinterested. He's not a part of this. Lionel, come on, Lex. We can accomplish so much together. And now we have going inside of Lex's button on his shirt. He's wearing a wire. And the wire is now connected to a work truck outside of the Luther Mansion down the hill right next to the bridge. Yeah, it's like in a weird random location by a bridge and shit, but... Yeah, it's a it's a little decoy truck for a communications company or tower or whatever, and it's the FBI. They're listening in on the combo. And now we are under the assumption maybe that is why Lex is no longer interested because all he's really trying to do is bust his dad. So instead of his dad giving him things that he's done that's bad, he's fantasizing about cave stuff. Yeah. Wasting Lex's time. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Great stuff. Thanks, yeah. Dad. Now we go to the other dad problem. The barn. Kent barn. Oh. You said I had more time. John's looking at the key. He's hand, He's looking at the key right now, and he's like, I thought you said I had more time, man. Clark's like, who are you talking to, dad? <laughs> Clark, I'm just, uh, I'm just talking to myself. Were you talking to Jarrell? <laughs> you were talking to Jarrell, huh? He's like, listen, son, not everything is about your real father, okay? He's like, he's not my real father. He's like, yes, he is, dumbass. <laughs> he is, Clark. I don't want to admit this. Hey, idiot, if we took a blood test, I'm not your actual dad if you didn't know. He's going to be around this place long after I'm gone. Does that mean taking over my body? Mm. Huh? Nah. I'm still going to well, be saying He's telling Clark, too. He's like, you don't have to struggle... Because uh, he tells him, he's like, you don't have to ever struggle with your like more uh, mortality or whatever. Like, the, like you're going to live a long time. What are you going to have in 500 years, Clark? I'd have you. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. Okay, true. <laughs> uh, Dad, what's going on here, Clark? Clark, 
you know what? I just regret a lot of things. Your mother, you. <laughs> I just want to be able to have the opportunities that I want. You're lucky, Clark. You can live forever. Nothing's holding you down. <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? And yeah, he's over here. He's like, yeah, just, you know, you live so long, you're going to start reevaluating your choices. Like taking me in. Oh, like how I was an orphan. <laughs> Clark, no. God, you're not listening to me. There's just so many chances I never took. I have to live with my mistakes. Don't Dating no. My... <laughs> Don't let my mistakes be yours. Dating now, having a pure blood, not having you. And now, Clark, come on, Dad, you're tired. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know about Clark sometimes. Take man. my hand. The way he hands his hand out, it's this is so weird. Why are you being weird, Clark? And all he wants is to stick out his hand so that John will now give him the key back. I think he's literally been spying on his dad like the entire day. Yeah. He was literally looking at him. Who are you talking to, Dad? <laughs> Oh, you're reevaluating how I was a mistake? <laughs> oh, you must be tired. Give me the key now. Give me the key now, <laughs> Jonathan Kent. He then, of course, hands Clark the key back, and he says, okay, let me just flip it in there. <laughs> that was even weird. It's like he's Gollum, not able to give up the ring. The last thing we want to do is call more attention to it, you know? Where does Clark oh. put it? <laughs> So he asked him, he asked him to give him the key. Clark, not even two feet, bro, just turns, walks a couple steps, and puts it back in the toolbox. <laughs> he puts it in His the dad is looking. Like, why did you just have him give you the key? If You're taking it and hiding it from him, right? If his dad was really talking to the key, I think he's going to bust the toolbox open there, Clark. He's going to grab it as soon as you leave. <laughs> as soon as you leave, he's grabbing it. Oh, John's oh where'd you put it, Clark? Clark just runs off. All right, Dad, I'll see you inside. <laughs> Sounds good, son. I raised you right, dummy. Clark is not thinking straight in this episode. I'm already disappointed with his actions because like we're even talking about, if you really think he's talking to Jarrell and you really think that the key is affecting him and he's hearing a buzzing sound, you're not just going to put it in a spot that he's now witnessing. Mm -hmm. Clark, automatically, dumb choices. Dumb. Yeah, he's high. Let's go to Talon. Yes, we needed some Talon. Shake things up a bit. So we. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> please, yeah, please rewind it so we have a clear image of the title of this book. So why would he go to the Talon, Joseph? Because he wants people to know he can read, and he wants Lana to know he can read and know what his problems are because it specifically says it on the book title. <laughs> so we go to it, right? We go to Talon, and Clark's already here. Handbook of Assessment and Treatment Planning for Psychological Disorders. <laughs> what? What is that book for? <laughs> what, is, what is that supposed to be doing Dude, right now? <laughs> I, I truly think he was just blazed out of his mind. And he really took those two convos with his dad 
very seriously. Okay, does he think his dad is getting dementia? <laughs> I think he thinks he's schizo or something, dude. He's like, Dad, you're tired, right? <laughs> you're tired, right? He's been going up to Mars. I think we should put him in a home. <laughs> Mom, maybe you're right. He shouldn't have been on that roof. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what's going on within this episode. I don't. Because even this, it's like, yeah, he's doing this on purpose for attention with Lana. Psychological disorders for dummies. <laughs> That's what it should have been. Because, God, he's not reading that. He doesn't even know what he's reading. He's like LeBron James only on the first <laughs> page. <laughs> Book so good. Tell us about it. Oh, well, you know, I haven't gotten past the first page, but I've always admired the author. <laughs> and how does Lana... I'm sorry. I know it says the title in the book, but, like, who's really looking at the title like that if you're working? Lana just comes over here and says, oh, that looks a little heavy for Psych 101. Um, I'm not going to lie. Yes, because you would... It's a lot of words in the title, so you would think that she would have had to have really, like, been at the other table just looking. I mean, I, yeah, you would have maybe just cleaned something up. Maybe you're just actually looking for a second, but, I mean... Also, Lana's pretty nosy, so... That's true. Nosy so we can't rosy. even put that past her. Freddie and Daphne, obviously. <laughs> yes. So, of course, we have Lana. When I was in the hospital, you know, depression's pretty common after a major surgery. So that could be what your father is going through, because Clark is then telling her, like you said, about his problems. I think my dad's really going through something. Lana is then kind of reassuring Clark, saying that it could just be a part of it. He's just not the same dad, I know. You know, I'm glad it's not just us over here. I mean, we, yeah, we thought John was being a completely different person, and it looks like he is. Yeah, but I still feel like that Clark is looking at this completely wrong. Very. And I think he's really taken to heart the whole Kal-El thing. And I wish that he would have taken to heart maybe something is happening like you thought first thought which is Jarrell is affecting his mind not this is a human problem <laughs> let me look up disorders for people um schizo what is that <laughs> and now Clark is explaining to Lana he's the just whole regret conversation been talking this. about his midlife crisis yeah pretty much Clark it's gonna be okay there isn't anything that you can't recover from okay Little weird, little weird, but still, I feel like she's just trying to tend yeah, to looks, his feelings. He looks at her, he's like, yeah, how I recovered from you. What Ooh. if I screw up so badly that you can never get it back what you once lost? <laughs> um, What are we talking about now? I thought we were talking about your father. Well, I guess that depends on how determined you are, Clark. And then Lana gives a smile and she then walks away. smile like... <laughs> Stop, stop worrying. Uh, exactly. Stop worrying? But it's not an invite of, I want you, smile. Are you talking about us? No, that's how Clark takes it. Because look at him. <laughs> He's like, hmm. He's drinking his coffee. Yep. I'm yeah. back in the door. <laughs> Maybe she's right. <laughs> I don't know what she said, but I think she's right. She said she wanted me. <laughs> Man, she looked good. <laughs> I hope she knows I was reading. <laughs> Let's now go. To the Luther Mansion outside with the FBI agents Dude, I don't even in think their this truck. Is anywhere near the mansion. I feel like it is because how far is their listening? I don't know, but look at this thing. They man. can be down a hill and <laughs> still be able to hear perfectly what's being said. The wire can't extend that far. Oh, it can. 
And it will. Right. We are the FBI. So maybe they're a mile down the road. <laughs> but yeah, so Lex is meeting up with the, the FBI agents. And of course, they're just following up on everything that they've been hearing. Clark's topic comes up because Lionel is obviously obsessed. And he's trying to pry Lex with more information. So he can kind of get more like, why is he so obsessed? What's he doing? Well, they're actually wanting to also get more info on Clark Kent and why Lionel would be so interested. Lex is then having them refocus because Lex, I don't know, is going back to what we've said. I don't know where he stands right now or what he's even thinking, but it Mm. seems like he's either protecting Clark or just making them believe that Clark has nothing to do with anything. Everyone's dumb. Yeah. Like Clark's just a kid. What are we even talking about? But the FBI agents are still pushing forward here where Lex then has to remind them, listen, before me, all you had was some creative bookkeeping. And now I'm about to give you some illegal cellular research, crimes against humanity. Just leave Clark out of this. So again, is it protecting or is it Clark really doesn't have anything to do with anything? It's so hard to say. I really don't know. It's like you truly don't know. Well, because even the FBI agents are talking about how, oh, remember when he said the mystery of Clark Kent? Remember how he said that you had an entire room devoted to Clark? So if you have an entire room devoted to this kid, isn't there something about him? No, I'm just obsessed. (laughs) I don't know how else you can explain that. Really cool family. Really cool family. I don't know how else you can explain this, but Lex is then going to avoid it. You know what? Maybe I'll speak it to a microphone so you can hear a little clearer. Stay the hell away from Clark. He's a nobody. A nobody who's pals with Virgil Swan. And then another FBI agent comes from behind. And now all of a sudden Lex says, I had no idea about that. Yep. Because he's aware of who Virgil Swan is, I'm sure. Well, it's another billionaire. And there can't be that many in Smallville, for God's sakes. And, of course, uh, where do we where do we go? What was that city? It looked like a whole city. It looked like New York. Dang. I think he's in New York? That's what I think. I think he's in New York. I think maybe that's where they or shot it. it. Metropolis? Could be Metropolis, but I don't know. Is there two billionaires allowed in Metropolis? You know, there's probably several. I don't know. I don't think the Luthers would allow it. They own that city. Forget about it. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> so Swan starts rolling up to Lex. Sorry, Lionel. And he's in his building, I guess. Corporate titans don't often show up at my doorstep unannounced. <laughs> <laughs> Lionel then laughs, says, I apologize, but this is a matter of some urgency. I've been wondering when you'd be finally walking through my door. How does Swan know this? Yeah. And also, we do need to point out the fact, of course, we have Virgil Swan reappearing once again. This is Christopher Reeves back in his uh, his later days, confined to the wheelchair, still acting like a dope G, bro. And so Lionel's like, oh, so you know why I'm here then. He's like, I think perhaps you've been reading my emails to Clark Kent, huh? you know me my transgression doesn't seem to upset you i'm a scientist lionel curiosity is an admirable trait and now lionel is still staring and smiling he's a little bit in awe you know what dr swan i'm the conservator of the kawachi caves if you could tell me what is written on the cave walls i would agree to hand over that conservancy to your foundation what do you say pal 
forget about it. <laughs> well, thank you. But no, that language remains a mystery to me as well. Are you aware that um, one time there was an octagonal keyhole on the wall of the cave? And now Swan has the worst poker face I've ever seen. He looks down and obviously Swan knows a little something something. Yeah, he's he's playing a little game here, you know. And Lionel's explaining to him how it was sealed up a few months ago. Now it has unsealed thanks to your friend Clark Kent after he had been down there. Oh, then you don't need me, Lionel. You need a locksmith. Ha <laughs> ha billionaire joke. <laughs> yeah, um see, the key was once in my possession, but it was stolen from my safe. Again, Clark had been present. So, you now believe that he has it? Well? He, he trusts you? Yeah, what does I that mean, mean? You would be willing to talk to him? To uh, give me the key? Um, why would Swan ever agree to this? He would. And he won't. And that's where it's kind of confusing because Lionel is also still throwing him. You're a scientist, so any help you could possibly provide for me could be a gigantic step for your research and unsolving the truth. Yes, well, I know what I'm after, but what do you expect to find, Lionel? Mm. And now Lionel mm. is then looking down. Swan, of course, has already figured out, you're dying, old man. And now Lionel is completely shocked, about to cry. How do you know that? As I said, curiosity is an admirable trait. Damn, that means Swan knows all about Lionel. And Lionel instead is not really offended, saying, I'm going to kill you. He's more saying that what is going to be able to save my life, I know is found within those caves. Yep. I, I don't know how you know that, though. Considering that you found the mason jar of blood that was helping people rise from the dead. So now all of a sudden, instead of that blood that you were giving to Adam, you think it's the caves? Yep, that's right, because Lionel really knows how to think. Where did the caves ever come to a life-saving conclusion? Um, ever since, um, 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 never. Because Lionel's making shit up. And it's weird because Swan even tells him, you know, what you say sounds great, but I prefer to follow my own path. Boom, get roasted. So if you don't mind, get out. Lionel then says, all right, thank you for your time, doctor. Starts to walk away, and now the scene cuts. But wait, it doesn't. Instead, Swan says, even if you had the key, you would have no idea what would happen if you put it into the lock. I would be willing to take that risk. Mm, then perhaps we can help each other. What? It's weird because then we're going to have to talk about later at the end. Well, later doesn't make sense. It doesn't. No. No, it does not <laughs> no. because we need to talk, but we were going to talk about that. But anyways, we it looks like it's insinuated there because right before commercial that they're going to strike a deal with each other. So we just got to see what that deal is. And it doesn't make sense. I'm completely disappointed. Why are we striking deals with Lionel? Swan, I thought you only cared about helping Clark. I thought you guys were emailing and still talking to each other, so you were still able to uncover mysteries. Hell, couldn't Swan have just, like, talked to Clark about the key? Mm, yeah. Why wouldn't he be talking to him about anything, even Lionel coming to his office first? Instead, it seems like that Swan had his own alternative motive, 
but I don't understand why. You had the guy telling you things and telling you what he knew and possibly even telling you everything that he found. So why the sudden change? Why the sudden, no, I, I want it all right now my way. It just seems like such a character shift mm-hmm. where it's, I don't know, it doesn't seem necessary. Clark was giving you everything. But, you know, I don't know. Yeah, Swan, it was a, it was, this is his last, it's a strange last appearance for him. Yeah. You know? And I, this will be his last appearance because he, he unfortunately died shortly after this. Yes. Christopher Reeve did die. Um, but, and it's a shame because I'm really wondering without that occurring where the character would have been taken. Oh, if besides with season three, if they would have just continued him onward and onward to season four, season five, and he would have been more of a reoccurring character. It just sucks that this is where it ends because we'll get to it. The end doesn't make sense. <laughs> Let's go to the caves now, though. Caves. We go to the Kawaji Caves, and man, this looks like the original setup he had when Walden was around. This is the exact setup. It's the exact same setup. So he has a whole bunch of uh, scientists in the lab, like whatever, uh, four, four, I don't know what you want to fucking call them, but I'm afraid I've invaded your sanctuary, Clark, because Clark shows up and he runs into Lionel. Well, and he's like, what are you looking for? He's like, you tell me. You tell me, high schooler. How'd you open it, Clark? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't want to play games, but obviously you were able to make something happen in this cave wall that then allowed this keyhole to appear. Um, I'm starting a paper assignment. Uh, I don't think you want to start talking about unusual obsessions, Mr. Luther. Yeah. I hate So Lionel. he's trying to then reverse it on the Clark. Is Clark and Lionel then playing a tit-for-tat game here? Here's what I don't understand. Clark, just leave. As soon as I saw that, I would just, just left. Yeah, like what you're you're making yourself seem more suspicious Guilty. now. And yes, it's like oh no, what are you gonna find, Lionel? No, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. No, unless you want to um uh talk about blackmail spies me. Well, and Clark even throws in Lionel's face. Well, you know what? If you think you're going to tell, I'm going to tell because you blackmailed my friends to spy on me. That's true. Um, Clark, I believe that we're put on her earth for a reason. And our task in life is to find out what that reason is. So you know what, Clark? We can't do that alone sometimes. Clark is left there saying, what the hell did he just say to me? He's so high. <laughs> you think he's going to understand that? He couldn't even understand his dad's stupid problem he thought he's schizo and now lionel then walks away clark is still left there dumbfounded and he then says well you know what lionel you're never gonna find what you're looking for why have we not left why did you say that why did he say that you know what lionel you're not gonna find what you're looking for and lionel of course that's just it's validating it for him well, Lionel also says back to Clark, I'm much closer than you think. Okay, he's not. He's not. <laughs> right, he's, he's not. Like, he's missing a very important piece of the puzzle He's here. back to square one. It's yeah. like square one was removed from him, so there was nothing. And now square one then reappeared, and he's like, I'm back. Yeah. Oh, no more liver disease. <laughs> I'm healthy. Anyways, now we have, right after what he said, I'm much closer than you think. Oh, look, 
The feds are showing up at the Kent property. We have about eight cars. They're G-men. G-men. They got the government vehicles and plates. Zooming up, Martha comes outside of her homes like, oh my God, what are you doing? What's going on? Uh, Martha, I'm Agent Tobin. You can find everything you want inside of this warrant. We're going to search your property. Martha, for some reason, decides not to read that warrant, and Bro. these guys are just destroying this like, house. This is... I don't even know if this is like actual protocol or they're just being really rude and excessive because they are literally, I think there's even one point they pick up something just to break it. Yeah. No, no, no. Do you not see like that, guy that, guy, <laughs> that guy right there? He literally looked at the bag and just threw it. He literally grabbed something and just chunked it at the wall. They're not searching. I'm sorry. They, they hired these people because they just love making a mess. Martha then runs over there because she notices that one of them is about to open the toolbox with a pair of pliers. The but she can't. It cuts off. We don't get to see if, I guess, they take it or something. The lock is undone. So we get to my favorite part of the episode. We're going oh, back. This is your favorite part. Yeah, huh? We're it's going back favorite. to the Talon. We're going back to the Talon. And we have Clark. Oh, it's closed up shop. The Talon looks closed. Chairs are up. Lana's coming up behind Clark. Clark is making a phone call. It just got done. Clark was using the phone, and he was talking to his mother. And he just said, I'll see you soon. Um, on that phone call, Martha did not tell him what the FBI was doing. Yeah. Okay. Just let's keep hanging on to what Martha is doing in this episode. So that's already a little bit weird of her. Now let's continue the scene between Lana and Clark. Ah, uh, yes. So... And I felt my spirit Thanks. pray. <laughs> Thanks for the phone, Lana. And she's like, Clark, what's going on? And what Clark then says to Lana, my dad kind of went AWOL. Did not mention the FBI. He just said that my dad is not at the farm. Wait, what? So he just went missing. And he's just not there anymore. He, he went missing. He was halfway through his chores, and then he jumped out of the truck, and he said, screw this. <laughs> Dude, that is... I'd be freaking out. My dad be doing some crazy shit like that. She did not tell Clark about the FBI agents. No, but it's cool. <laughs> She'll tell him later. And now Clark says, I'm sorry, Lana, that I'm dumping all my problems on you. Yeah, he's never done anything like this before. Lana then says, hey, you know what? It's gonna be okay. And she grabs his hand. And she tries to make him feel better. Clark, I didn't mean to unload on you like this, but I really did mean to. You never have to apologize for opening up to me. Because you never do, and you still have never told me any secrets. And he smiles, and then they're and looking at each other's lips, and now they're, he goes in for the kiss, and Lana's like, wow, I've missed this, but like, oh, it's so wrong, oh my god, and they're just doing a nice little semi-raunchy makeout real quick. Such a wet makeout going on right now. And he's like, Lana? Because they stop. Lana is pulling back right now, and she says, look, I know this is a stressful time for you. No, no, that's not what this is about. It is. And yet you are once again playing with Lana's emotions right now, making her think something that's not the case. Clark then, of course, makes the situation continuously worse to this woman. Lana, I don't want to look back like my dad and wonder what my life could have been. You know, I don't want to marry a Martha and, like, could have had a Nell. Goes in for the kiss again. Who is he, Adam right now? And then Lana then pushes him off and says, look, we've tried this once before. 
You said there was nothing that could keep somebody apart if they really tried. I wasn't talking about us! <laughs> yeah, she was. That's what he thought. He was talking about his father. No, 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 no. And reading a book about dementia. Remember, remember that smile he had when she left? He's like, yeah, I got it. I'm in. Look, right now, think about your dad, okay? Look, we tried this once before, Clark. It didn't work. So he's the one who needs you, okay? Look, and she's trying to smile, and dude, she is... She's taking it hard here, bro. Yeah, this is kind and of... And Clark's just like, yeah, you're right. I'm going to leave now. Not even say sorry. Walks away from her. She is completely crying. Goes back to her Windex and starts scrubbing again. She is Dude, actually... she's so mad. She's shaking her head and like doing like the smile like pissed off. And I don't blame her. Dude, nothing. he just walked out like he did nothing. Like he did... Like, and in a what way... What happened just didn't happen. He stole a kiss. Like, he stole a kiss that was not deserved. And that's what I hate more than anything about I it. I love it. She <laughs> took advantage God, of God, I fucking hate you. <laughs> so, she, though, is gonna give in to something like that. She had her own problems where he just saved her from Adam. Adam was the guy that she picked wrong once again. I loved him. And now it's Clark kind of taking advantage of even her emotional state using his own father's pain to then compare it to himself. I didn't like anything that he did there. He he's a gentleman. He stole that. He, he's a gentleman. He didn't deserve it. Stop. He is a gentleman. What is he a gentleman <laughs> on? He really is in tune with his emotions. And my other problem that I have is before we get to the next scene, because Clark does say, oh, I know where my father is. Don't you worry. Before yeah. we get to where his father ends up being, I just have to say, you still have not been honest with Lana. Yeah. What makes you think that you can be with her? And her even saying, we've done this before. Who cares? Who cares, Lana? Let's just go back to that. Yeah. So then we can it's run chill. into the same problems over and over and over. <laughs> like, what? Oh, yeah, you know what? I should think about my dad, huh? All right, I'll see you later. I'll see Hey, I'm going to get another kiss later, hey, though. It was a good kiss. It was a good kiss. <laughs> like, fuck you, Clark. Come on. He's the best. I would love for him to be my boyfriend. <laughs> or just my friend in general. I mean, he's pretty shitty. You know where my dad goes, though? He goes to the cemetery. Hey, like father, like, like son. Father, I bet like it's son. 4 a.m. too. <laughs> He's looking at Hiram and Jessica Kent's grave uh, site, which are the grandparents. Dad, mom and I have been worried sick. I wasn't just making out with a girl not thinking about you. Like, God, you total cock block, Dad. <laughs> what? I was totally knees deep into Lana, bro. <laughs> you just ruined that. Mom called me, cock block number two. Oh, worry about dead God. It's always both of y'all, one or other. Like, do you want me to be with her or not? <laughs> I mean, you guys been wanting this? Yeah, I don't get it. God, Dad, <laughs> God, Clark. <sucks. laughs> when I'm searching for answers, I turn to my dad. I guess it runs in the family, huh, Dad? Yeah, Clark, I fucking hated your grandfather, all right? <laughs> your grandfather was stubborn as shit. I hated him. God, and believe me, Clark, I wasn't nearly the son you are. So, my mother used to say that my father and I were two sides of the same coin because we were so alike. 
that we just hated each other because we were so alike. You know, you know what I discovered though, Clark? Maybe the fathers on Krypton are just like the fathers here on Earth. <laughs> what? I'm your father who turns his back on you when you need him the most. What? I mean... I'm your father who forces you to run away. I don't know if that's the case. My father never would have done that. You and your father didn't talk, John. Wait, I'm... I wish I had his strength and wisdom. You just said you hated him. Dad, you do. Hey, Dad, I've been reading this book, and I think you, I think I might know what the problem is. If you just stop talking real quick, I'll tell you that you're actually bipolar. <laughs> he, he signs a doctor's source. Oh my god, that would have been what I wanted to see as Clark diagnosing his father. Also, is John, dude, Clark, I know where Clark gets it from. John, I mean, Clark ran away because of something else. He ran away because he was being a little bitch. Your father who forced you to turn your back on things. John, that was like a year ago. Not, I feel like he didn't even do it much. Like, well, he what he's blaming wanted- himself for, like... For Clark ran away on his own. Like that was that he did. That yes. was like something with him being a little bitch. Nothing to do with his parents. No, not at all. But John saying that he did kind of force Clark to turn his back on finding things out. That's what I think John may be implying here is that he was always the one that did not want Clark to uncover his right. origin. So maybe that's what John is saying. I held you back from being able to do that from those opportunities. It's just still like. Yeah, but you wouldn't have let Clark go. And he also said, uh, I turn my back on you when you need me the most. And I was like, dude, you've taught him like how to control his You balance. went to go whoop his ass in Metropolis to bring him home. Yeah. Cal wanted to break your fucking back. And I think that's what Clark is even trying to explain to John is, no, all that's a big bunch of BS. I need you, Papa. I love you so much. You're the best. I always need you around. <laughs> I love you, Papa. Let's go home. And I may have a dad, but you're my only pa. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's my father, but he ain't my daddy. And now it's a sweet moment as they walk back through the cemetery. We can see John's truck there in the All distance. All the smoke, you know, from the sewage. <laughs> All the smoke just coming out of nowhere. Yeah, that that cemetery is on a bad piece of land. <laughs> yeah, the the chemicals must have got it in there again. Hold, hold on. Okay, and let's you and I be clear about something. Mm-hmm. We think that Clark has been a big asshole to Lana this episode so far. Yes. If you did that to a female, and I was your best friend, I already know I am. But if I was <laughs> your best friend in that situation, I would try if she came over to because we pay bills. And comfort her to make her feel better about you and her situation. I'm not sure if I would just take a shit on you and just bury you and say that you're never going to change because you suck. I don't know if I would go that route, but let's see what happens in the next scene at the Luther Mansion. Yeah, when we go to Lana uh, visiting Lex because, yeah, paying bills, talent stuff. And uh, so I'm sure, you know, paying bills isn't the high point of your month. I'm guessing something else is going on if you're here. No, everything is fine. <laughs> no, like, what do you mean? I'm not crying. Oh, I'm going to get this stuff. I'll see you later. Hey, Lana, you know you could talk to me about anything, huh? 
She reaches for the handle, and then she says, Okay, I really need to talk to somebody, because I can't talk to Chloe. Oh, God. <laughs> she turns back. She starts walking back to her seat, and she says, I want to believe that... Someone can change. Someone is able to change, but... If they give you every reason to not believe them, do you think that there is a chance that they can still change, even though I'm losing faith? I'm starting to lose faith. Um, Lex then looks down and says, we're talking about Clark, aren't we? I've been talking about this guy all week. Let me tell you. <sighs> Clark. It's Clark again. Well, First, good thing I have a whole room about him. I can tell you exactly what's going on, Lona. Lana, follow me. <laughs> Look, this explain it? You know, he came by the talent earlier. and um, She's crying, by the way. He kissed me. Lex is then looking shocked. He kissed you. Well, isn't that what you wanted? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. It's just like, God, I don't. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like she doesn't know if she does want that or not. It's still going back to what you and I have talked about, which I think is the sum of her emotions. He's giving me nothing as far as saying that, yes, I have changed. He still hides things from me. I just want to be able to be with this farm boy. But yet, I still have these walls that I'm not able to break down. So if mm -hmm. I were to jump back in, it, do you think that a change can occur? So it's kind of, once again, her problem of being able to change the bad boy Clark in this instance just has his own secrets that aren't the bad boyness. Lex, the only thing I know about relationships is that the character of someone and what they do. Um, oh no, no, not yet. So he says that someone usually winds up getting hurt in a relationship. Okay, good, great, good thanks. advice, wonderful. Good. And he's like, you don't think I can trust Clark to not do that? And I don't think it's about trust, Lana. You stupid idiot. It's like the German poet Rilke said. A person isn't who they are during their last conversation you had with them. It is who they are and who have been throughout your whole relationship. Lex just said, no, Clark cannot change. You should probably find somebody else because he's always going to break your heart. By the way, did you know he's my best friend? <laughs> yeah, hey... My little brother sucks. Don't date him. Adam was kind of cool. <laughs> like, But he's dead. Where was this advice with Adam? Where was stay away from this guy, Lana, from Lex? Instead, it's Clark's my best friend. You should know he sucks. Yeah, why would you date him? Like, he's not good for anybody. He's not smart. <laughs> oh, you read a book? I have plenty of books. Let me tell you about the German poet, Ricky. Yeah. Rick. Rick. <laughs> All right. Let's go to now the farm where Martha did not explain right. to her family what occurred. That's right. So they come in. They're like, whoa. Mom. Oh, thank God you're back. <laughs> what happened? The FBI came and they just tried to tear through everything. I don't know. They had a, they search, just had warrant. a search warrant. The only thing that's missing is the key. And Clark said, no, no, not the key. Not my toolbox. I have to get that back. They don't know what the key's really for. Doesn't matter, Clark. John in the back. How can you say that, Yeah, Dad? how can you say that? <laughs> because they didn't get what they were looking for. 
Yeah, because John, like I said earlier, he took the key right after Clark hit it in front of him. All right, so Martha and Clark then both look at each other, very shocked that John would then lie and say, I actually ended up taking it, even though you put it back in the toolbox that I saw you put it back into, and I knew which one to break into. Also, I was able to put the lock on, meaning I know where the key is. <laughs> it was all stupid from the get-go. Clark did that in front of him. He probably left the key there. All right, Dad, put the, I put the key away, so... Hold on. We're good. What if Clark was testing his father? What if Clark was like, I need to see if I can really trust him? And he put that in that toolbox... And it was a full-on test to it's see. It's a terrible what test. <laughs> terrible, terrible. Maybe he's learning. Maybe he's like, my father gives me tests. I give my father tests. The worst test ever. <laughs> Granted, John doesn't give him good tests either. I'm still lost with John then taking that octagonal key because now, if I'm Martha and Clark. I'm truly thinking something is happening that's drawing him towards that. Where he now, like I said before, is Gollum for the ring. And that is his precious that he doesn't want to let go. Let's go back to Lex Mansion. And, of course, Clark <laughs> barges in. Lex is having a business meeting with some European entrepreneurs. And Clark just says, Lex, we need to talk now. Lex, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's like... Clark, I'm in a meeting. Um, I gotta talk now. Well, the FBI just raided my farm. He's like, well, did they say why? No, but I think your dad's involved. And of course, Clark's like, oh, God, you and my dad. Y'all should just make out already. Clark, I can't imagine that my dad would be on the FBI's most trusted list. Are you sure that it would be him able to pull strings? Which actually is a valuable point, though. How would Lionel be able to get the FBI unit in order to search the Kent's farm? Yeah. Unless they weren't really the FBI. And it was just Lionel's men that went and destroyed Clark's barn, which is why you even said nobody would ever search a place this way. They weren't really searching. They were just acting like they were searching. This is what FBI does. Just destroy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're playing our parts really good today, gentlemen. And now Clark is then explaining to Lex that his dad seems to be interested in him, thinking that he has all the answers to the caves, that he's able to read any of the symbols. Well, can you, Clark? Yeah, can you? Ha do you have the answers? Because there's usually a germ of truth behind his madness. That's not true. Um, That's not true at all with Lionel. There's usually some type of other alternative motive with him. That is maybe Lionel twisting the truth so that it fits his needs. But there's always a blatant lie to everything, Lex. Nuh-uh. Why does he stick up for him? Because he loves his dad. No, he doesn't. Yes, He's he working does. with the FBI in order to then bust his dad. He loves him so much. He defends him to Clark. It doesn't make sense. And listen. Listen, Lex. Your father's obsessed. He's just imagining things that don't exist. And now Lex reaches out to him and grabs his arm, kind of like Lionel did with Clark's shoulder, as if they're showing a tie-in between Lionel and Lex. Clark, I'm glad you told me about this. I really appreciate that you would trust me with uh, enough to let me help. Um, and Clark's like, uh, is there something you're not telling me? Because you're obviously lying to me. You're the worst liar I've ever seen right now. And what would that be, Clark? And Clark's like... I don't know. I'll check into it, though. By the way, 
Lana says you're a bad kisser. <laughs> I told Lana you suck, by the way. Which you kind of do. And Lex immediately drives to the, the FBI agents. We cut to the next scene. Oh, what the hell were you doing right in the Kent farm? Hey, shut the fuck up, Lex. God, get in the truck. Hey, FBI agents. <laughs> what are you doing? Undercover. Officer. But what's funny is now once Lex goes into the FBI van, he says, you know what's great about us? We're not going to be storming some poor person's barn. All right. <laughs> we don't Wait, do that. You don't do that? So that wasn't you. It's was like, no. It what probably- is this kid you're trying to protect exactly and coming after us like this? All of a sudden, we are now outside of the van. Clark has sped over to it. And now Clark is doing his x-ray and listening to their conversation. I put in the notes. Thank God he's doing this. Yeah. Finally, we're doing something smart here, but Clark. But he's decided to listen very at like the worst time. Well, he should have been listening from the start. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. You have Bakugan see-through. <laughs> why can't you just be able to use your Bakugan hearing? Yeah, and would I mean we and also earlier because you made that point because I mean uh, the FBI did not raid the house. We find out yeah, Slinel's men that he hired and posed as FBI, which is fraud and could like you're literally like you could just get life off of that. And it's funny because Martha has proof that they did that because it's in the piece of paper that was handed to her. Had a piece of paper handed to her, and she could point out. Probably a lot of agents. Yeah, that were there. Agents. So Martha didn't tell the guys what was happening. No, no, yeah, Martha sucks. Martha didn't read the document. All the Kents suck, actually. This episode. And she was just kind of dumbfounded with everything that was going on. So it's like, wow, FBI's in my house. We're still gonna hold on to Martha because I'm not done with her. I hate her. Now no, with Lex going to his car after he's done with the FBI agents. And my God, why is Clark so aggressive? Your father's the one not working with the FBI. It's you. Clark, you have to trust me. I did. I guess it was a bad mistake. And he just rips his clothes and takes off the wire. Rips his shirt. Lex says, ooh. And then Clark says, you're wearing this. Lex is like, you got it all wrong, man. It's not about you. We're going after my father. I have, I'm have. i trying to pin the murders at Metron Labs on him because, because they were pinned on me. me. And I went to the feds and made a deal. Look, over and over, I've given him the chance to show me who he really is. And now I realize he already has. So I just, I, I just need to get him. He deserves what's coming. He deserves what's coming to him. Just like I told Lana. People don't change, Clark. That's right. It's how they've been their whole lives and relationships. Did I mention she was over and I buried your ass? (laughs) Yeah, she's never going to date you. (laughs) And now Clark even says, well, I guess you don't care about people's privacy. Clark, this was about the FBI. This wasn't about anything. Obviously, my father was the one impersonating the feds. The question is, Why? You know what? Maybe he's warning us to back off. Look, if that's the case, I'm sorry he got you involved. But I think you already were. What's that supposed to mean, Lex? How well do you know Dr. Virgil Swan? (gasps) Oh! You got a billionaire best friend and you can tell me about him? What makes you think I know him at all? Okay, Clark, can you stop? Like, what's the problem with knowing Virgil Swan? Why can't we just say, yeah, I know him? Because you're only allowed one billionaire best friend. And, and if the other billionaire best friend finds out that you have another one, then they get jealous. Oh, the and Pete, then the Pete syndrome. Exactly. And then they're like, what did he buy you? I'll buy it for you. Is he white or black? <laughs> hair or no hair? Crippled or uncrippled? <laughs> yeah. 
high white cell count or low <laughs> or normal. Oh, normal. <laughs> not my tup, not my cup of tea. But yes, according to the FBI, though, you have been speaking with Dr. Swan. Apparently, you two have been emailing each other, sending each other photos. Yep. Yep. And they also said that Lionel and Dr. Swan are now talking to each other, too. And You look, now have two billionaires that are keenly interested in you in those caves. They're your enemies, not me. Oh. So, yeah. Because we were curious. Swan made a deal. So, it's like, oh, are you Clark's enemy now? Hey. You uh, betrayed me! <laughs> Let's get to the next scene. With Clark Dr. is so aggressive. All right. I'm actually going to give Clark benefit of doubt. He goes to Swan's building. In this first... 30 seconds, because I do agree with his reaction, but I also want to tell you this. I'm probably never going to trust Swan ever again. Like, he just showed me that he was talking to Lionel because Lex just said that. Yeah. So, if Swan is talking to Lionel and works something out where all automatically my farm became raided, hey, Swan, we're done. It's true. You're lucky I'm not smashing your wheelchair right now <laughs> and that you have to crawl out of here <laughs> because at this point, yeah, why would you betray me? What did I do? Once again, I was giving you things. You're the only one that I could trust. Why doesn't he just give Swan his blood? Why doesn't Swan just ask for things? <laughs> he doesn't need it. He's a billionaire. Why? Swan can ask Clark. Clark is No. <laughs> My name is Clark, not Kal-El. You think I betrayed you because I met with Lionel Luther? Oh, you did more than meet with him. You agreed to help him. I didn't betray you, Kalal. I promised you, your secret would never leave this building, and it hasn't. And my involvement with Lionel Luther is in your best interest. That's a lie. There's, there's nothing with Lionel that would ever be able to be in the best interest of Clark. That man has done nothing but cause my family pain. Okay. Um, he watched your mama watch. Was he the one that caused the explosion on your farm, Clark? Did he make you run wild in Metropolis? Um, weird low blows. Um, um, weird low blows. I'm never telling you a damn thing ever again in my life. And again, I'm going to smash your wheelchair right now because who the fuck do you think you are throwing those things in my faces when we've even just said, you don't know what happened in Metropolis. You don't know the scar that was burned on my chest. You want to talk about that, bro? You want to talk about that? That was daddy's scar. Dude, Swan has no idea what he's talking about right now. And he was spying on him, too. Disgusting. That's that. He was spying on him. Disgusted with Swan. And uh, Swan's even going, you know, I opened the door to your heritage because I thought you were ready. Your actions over the past year have proven me wrong. Okay, are you Jarrell? I'm sorry, Virgil. Virgil. But Virgil, answer me. Are you Jarrell? But that's what I mean. It's like, maybe Jarrell wants his body. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Jarrell would be so cool. Wheelchair. Wheelchair Jarrell. No comment. I'm wheelchair gonna, Jarrell. Not going to comment on Wheelchair Jarrell. He'd be the worst. He would have people carry him. As if he was the Persian emperor from 300. Uh, I can't move. <laughs> All right. But yes. Virgil. I'm, I'm completely offended by this. And the fact that he doesn't have a clue of what happened. Or the fact that Jarrell truly... Like, went into Clark's head. Yeah, and even Clark tells him, you don't understand. 
There was another message in the ship from my biological father. Swan seems a little shocked. It said I was sent here to conquer. And now Swan is then looking at Clark. I don't have all the answers for you. Clark is in like, thanks for allowing me to come here then. You're wasting my time. <laughs> I'm still on the same journey as you, Kello. Please don't call me that. I don't even know who that is. Okay, Clark. <laughs> Father often wants futures that their sons reject. That struggle is as old as human race itself. Oh yeah, except I'm not human. Okay, say it out loud for everyone to hear. Humanity is not only about biology. Look, you don't know Jarrell. Everything that he has said has come to pass. My father made a deal with him to save me, and now it's killing my pa! <laughs> but the more you pursue, the greater the risk that you'll expose your secret not only to the Luthers, but to the world. I can't let my father die for my mistakes! <laughs> Dude, he's yelling a lot, you know? He's well, like, well, if that's your decision, Clark. I have something to show you. And now a screen is rising above or not above it's rising below from the ground yeah it came, yeah, it came out of the ground or like something. seriously that's a billionaire screen all right billionaire screen and we got another i guess uh message kryptonian message kryptonian message and clark is reading it it says i am waiting it must be from Jarrell. that message actually didn't come from the stars clark it originated right here on earth what huh but i believe the message was not for you, Kalal. Yeah, not meant for him. Message is not meant for Kalel. So who would it be meant for? Would it be for John then? I guess because now we go back to the barn. Toolbox is glowing well, because John put it back in the toolbox, and so John is now going to the key. By the way, they fix up the farm really quickly, Clark. <laughs> yeah, he can do that, but he can't get on the roof. And so now, John has a key. And yes, it looked like it was calling for him. So, it has to be, bro. I am waiting. Yeah. Maybe it's from the cave. Like, maybe it's the door. Like, I'm waiting to be opened. And so, John then takes the key and he leaves. So, but that's what I mean. And that's why I still, I'm, I even put in the notes here, which is why I'm not backing off. That I am waiting. It's like, all right, Jarrell is finally ready to take over John's body. John's body is now going to be his vessel. This is going to be some get out shit going on right now. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm still under the assumption of, because even that message, the I am waiting, it seems like that it's maybe imprinted in John's head. Because here's my other question mm. to you. Where did Swan get that message? He said the stars did not write it. So where was that message yeah, written? Well, he has some type of, yeah, I, I don't know why he can't detect where it came from. It. Like, how do you know that? He detected where it came from in space. Exactly, and he, it being in the stars, what you can't tell me where? Did you find it on a car? Was it on a poster? Hey, dude, was it on a billboard? Hi, <laughs> oh, right. Virgil. So let's get to one of my favorite parts because oh. this is going to show why Martha may be on the sauce. <laughs> so we are back at the Kent house. It's and still the, a mess. Yeah, the farm wasn't a mess because Clark cleaned up his area. Yeah, it was. His, it's his barn. We all know it's Clark's barn. But he's not going to clean up the house. Right. Mom can do that. I have a loft. <laughs> I don't live in here. Clark runs inside of his house as Martha's cleaning up. And Clark says, where is dad? Oh, 
Don't be too hard on him. Your father can't do what he used to around here. Mom, no! Remember all the voices and him taking the key? Why He's did like, you let him out of your sight? Mom, what are I don't you think it's that simple. What are you talking about? Oh, Clark, he just went out for a milkshake. <laughs> like, Martha, what are we doing right now? She's not doing anything. That's the problem. <laughs> she, she is not concerned. I just went to see Dr. Swan, Mom. She is just lost in what's happening I, in this episode. He thinks Jarrell is trying to make contact with him. And I think the way Dad's been acting, I think he's getting, getting the messages through the key. What would Jarrell want with your father? <laughs> Martha, no! I don't know, but he said Jarrell was writing for something. And, like... Do you so know where Dad went? Uh, No. Yeah, does she tell him? No, how would she know? <laughs> you searched every inch of that farm. Let's go Sorry, now inside get, of the caves. We're at the caves. We it's have Lionel and his scientist. And he's talking to his guard, who was the FBI guy, the head dude. You're telling me you searched every inch of that farm? He's like, no, we didn't find it. We didn't find it. Oh, guess what? Get out of here now! Get out of here! Oh, get out of here! Oh, I'm right! John immediately comes in, tells everyone to get out with his shotgun, and shoots the laptop that's sitting in the corner. It's like you have no right to be down here. Okay, so I'm, wait, I'm, this, wait, is, this pause, is where this pause, is where yeah. I kind of agree with you then with the body takeover. Yes, because why? Okay, John, I know he knows that Lionel is legally the conservator of the caves. Yes, he has. If anything, you shouldn't be down there, John. <laughs> well, and John has even told Clark that he can't do anything because Lionel has that ownership, so just stay away from the caves at this point. Yeah, and it's like, you have no right to be here. So then, that's not John talking. That is, that's a, I feel like it's a Kryptonian. Like, you got someone saying, no, you're in my house. Like, you should not be in here. And also, the last time that we saw John acting like this, I think, was Nicodemus, where it's barging into a place with a shotgun, just demanding things. So, it once again, where he's not in his right state of mind, I'm just still questioning, who is this John? Because to your point, with him saying, you want something that doesn't belong to you, where is this coming from, unless this is Jarrell having taken over, about to get rid of the problem that's been bugging him yeah yeah um because you're preventing kalel from being able to come down here and to use the key to open me up mm. like to allow me to escape this prison perhaps huh perhaps yes and he even tells lionel he's like you you want something that doesn't belong to you and you're never gonna get it listen john there's things that exist in the world that are just too powerful for one person to be able to control. So, did I mention, how's your wife doing? <laughs> yeah, how's Martha? She need a new watch? Mm. Okay. And John then pushes the Immediately, gun. Immediately, he's like, I'm sick and tired of talking to you. Like, this is your last warning. Stay away from my son. It's like, if you raise your son the way I raise mine... Maybe you wouldn't have to protect him. That is not true. Whoa. Uh, this is, honestly, I had to pause it when I was going through the episode, immediately put in my notes, you're a goddamn liar. Mm -hmm. Lex has, when guys have broken into his place, the Tattoo Boys, bent over That's on right. a table. That's right. What do you mean that maybe if you raised your son the way I did, my son has saved your son's life. What has your son done? I think Clark has even saved Lionel. 
He has. And remember the gunshots from Van? Clark has saved your son countless times. I just want you to name me one time your son saved mine, Lionel. Yeah. Name me one incident. Go ahead. It's one. I'm disgusted. It was what gross. a liar. That was just something like just to throw in there. I don't even know if like. I also put in the notes. John, we could shoot him now. Yeah. We're done. Shoot his leg. Yeah, we're done. Shoot his knee. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot his knee. I could see Lionel with a cane. Exactly. Or, you know, just shoot both of them. Shoot yeah. both legs. Yeah. Have fun with your buddy Virgil. Yeah. Remember Lieutenant Dan? <laughs> kind of look like him. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no, weakness isn't something you're born with. You learn it. And Clark learned his from you. Oh, Bro, by the way... We are shooting him! By the way, your wife misses me. Yeah, she never told me I was weak. <laughs> and then John just hits him in the face with a shotgun. We now have heart problem versus liver problem. Let's see who Dude, wins. who's really terminal? <laughs> who's really terminal here? And yeah, we're just shoving each other on everything. We're having a whole grown sparks old man, flying old everywhere. Man fight. I'm sure, I'm surprised they're still going. They'd be out of breath by now. John then whoops him. Where Lionel then is falling on the ground. John about to jump on top. Lionel then kicks him off. Lionel then gets the upper hand, headbutts him. John now seems to be knocked out. Lionel then throws him into the piece of glass. Then goes up to John, punches him in the face. Says, "Bitch, I'm taking your wife." Dude, he starts eye gouging him. Grabs. It, and then before he can finish him because let's all just pause john lost the fight yeah he lost the fight he lost this fight yeah he just went blind john lost the fight he had a to shotgun Lionel. he had a shotgun he had the weapon he's a bigger guy Is he? he works on a yeah. farm yep lionel does nothing all day long he couldn't even pull the trigger john wow <laughs> um any defenders of Jonathan Kent out there, no more for the rest of the season. We are done. I No defense, nothing. This man is weak. And then look, it was very cool. He brought the key with him because the key in the middle of the fight starts glowing. It's glowing yellow. And look, at loud buzzing. Immediately, Lionel reaches in his pocket and grabs it from John. John then smacks his yeah. hand away. Knocks it out. And then, of course, Lionel's trying to uh, grab it. And it's it the key's still glowing. And then all of a sudden now, while Lionel and John are holding hands, <laughs> the key, the key starts is floating. Rising. It starts floating in the air, immediately goes through the glass. It looks like it's like fusing with the glass. I was for a gonna second. say this was weird to me because I thought, once again, is this opening up a door? It was weird because it's the glass, right? It's for some I don't know what it's doing with the glass. I I thought it was morphing it, like it was combining itself it within like a it. It looks like it's becoming yeah, a portal. Yeah, as if this is something that we're supposed to either walk through or something is supposed to come through. Ooh. Yeah. Dark side. Yeah, that would be... Dark side is. That would be great. For dark side. Uh, uh, uh. All right. Mother granny. <laughs> <laughs> and now... Clark shows up in the cave. Dad, no, we can't do this. What do you think you're doing? What? You're not thinking, Dad. What are you doing? Lionel is a dad, too. <laughs> Clark should have been standing at that entrance being like, finish him. Dude. Do it, Dad. I wouldn't have even said anything. I would have walked in. I was like, oh, shit. No, no, no. Yo, don't let me interrupt. I would be doing that. You walk in. Are oh, you got this? Run out. I'm not gonna look. I'm gonna just stand there. 
until maybe they notice me. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I just got here. <laughs> Instead, Clark doesn't do any of this. Pulls his dad off of him. This isn't you. You're not this way. John, this is the only way that I can keep you safe, Clark. And now all of a sudden we have Lionel's men coming in with guns because they were just waiting outside the whole time. Yeah. He's like, uh, no, nah, unless you want me to explain why you illegally raided my farm, then y'all better let me and my son walk out of here. And this is where I'm confused. And this is why. Jarrell wouldn't have said that. Well, I don't think it's a total possession. I, I don't agree with that. No, I think no. there's definitely something like, it's like there's two people in his brain right now. And it's maybe it's a Dr. Fate type thing of who is like going to yeah, be able to take yeah. over who, like who's going to have control of the body it's right now. It's just like lingering there. It's not a full takeover, but it's lingering to where some of the- No, let's go back to the Sukuna. For one minute. Just one minute, dude. He's there just chilling. He hears and sees everything. All right, I'll agree if you could beat me in a fight. <laughs> All right. <laughs> But yes, they come in, they immediately bust up the party. Once John makes that threat, Lionel says, back off. I already won the fight and yeah. his wife. And then, and one of the scientists is like, sir, you got to look at this. And what do we see now? We see that the key. It's not went, sealed up. The hole's not sealed now. It's like the key went inside the hole, but now it's locked itself. In yeah, there. it's like. As if someone uh, welded something to like over, you know, like it looks like it just just went over the rock because now it looks like a bulge, like it looks like it's sticking out a bit. But yeah, it went through the glass. The glass is perfectly fine. So that means it was like fusing with the glass to get through, I guess. Maybe or maybe it was Sora needing to come out of the keyhole where then he sealed it with Donald and Goofy. And they were just shutting the world off so no more dark things could come out. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but seriously, yes, it looks like welded over <laughs> the hole. And now John even asked Clark, hey, you got the key, right? He's like, no. No, I don't have it. I don't have it. I thought you had it. And now they're both just looking at each other completely shocked. Let's go to the camp farm. Yeah, so now we go to the camp farm. Clark, of course, with his manure. He's got his manure right now. Do you want this? I would love to. Do you, if you want this, this is yours because I don't like this. It's so great. This is Clark. Asshole. Yeah. So Clark here. <laughs> Lana pulls up in her nice Jeep. And she's like, hey, Lana. <laughs> you remember my new Jeep? <laughs> her lovely new Jeep. And Lana's already just like, um, I know you got a lot going on right now. He um, ran, like walked up to her like... Hey, pretty girl. Like, like he walked uh, up hi. to her, like expecting a kiss or something. Yeah, and she just like walked past him, you know? It's like just uh, I think we left things in kind of a weird place. And he's like, I know the way I've been acting is kind of hard to understand because I literally make no sense. But Lana, my feelings for you have never changed. That's not why you broke up. That's not why you guys stopped dating. I guess part of me knows that, Clark. Um but, like, you know, it's like Lex says. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a person isn't who they were during your last conversation. It's who they've always been. Lex? What the hell does he have to do with what did he say? Why did she do that? <laughs> she, heard, she heard a quote. She sold him out. No, not even that. It's just like, you know, it's just like Lex says. <laughs> it been great. She heard that one time. Have you ever heard the poet Reek? Yeah. Ricky? <laughs> German. You wouldn't know. 
get cultured, Clark. Maybe if you stop putting down those stupid books at the Talon, read some some good stuff. Poetry, perhaps. Yeah. You know how you win a woman over? Poetry. Lex showed me that. I trust him, though. I trust his advice. Look, Lana, how many times have we been standing here avoiding what we both want? And he's grabbing her, and she's already like, ugh, stop touching me. Clark, Clark. that's because every time it hurts that much more when you leave. Because he leaves every time. He looked down. Oh, yeah, I do that. Oh, damn it. I thought you forgot. Throw that in my face. (laughs) Yeah, throw that in my face, Lana. Look, you can't keep changing the rules. Facts. Yes. Facts. I'm sorry, Lana. I never meant to hurt you, but I promise I'm not going to leave this time. Okay. Maybe I am, though. And Clark's like, what What? the fuck did you just say? You're a waitress at the Talon. You can't leave. You're not allowed to leave, Lana. I run this town. You stay. You know what your dad said, though, about being able to miss opportunities and feeling as though he missed something. Maybe that it's me. Clark, I've been so focused on you that I'm waiting to see if we could be back together, but it's like I'm missing out on some opportunities, you know? Like, to do things. And he's like, like seeing other people? No! (laughs) Why would you even say that? He's not listening. He's not listening to a word she just (laughs) said. This is Clark's world. This is bad. (laughs) This is really bad. Because, again, we've been making fun of Lana all freaking season. Yeah. We have been talking so much smack about her, where finally she is being honest Mm -hmm. with Clark, being like, nothing's going to change if we're back together. Nothing. And just like what you even said... Oh, sorry, Lana. Just been weird the past couple days, but I'm not going to tell you why. Yeah. Like, it's back to that. It's hard to understand. Okay, just deal with it. (laughs) And then after that whole thing, she even says, well, maybe I'm going to leave. Maybe I need to leave. And she doesn't say, I'm going to meet somebody. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, I've been just so focused on you waiting to see if we'd be back together. Because if they get back together, she wouldn't leave. She, She can just, she would stay in town. You know, Clark. But I spent the so, whole year chasing after you. And if she's so focused on me or you, then I can't. I can't. I'm not doing anything with my life. Hey, Clark. Remember and when? This is the beginning of. Remember when Alicia? Lana. When Alicia said, "Hey, Clark told me things that he never told you, and you're still not telling me those things. Why would we get back together? You like other guys? You trying to see other people?" Is this what it's about? I mean, I can I can maybe join. Like, they join in the bedroom or something. I don't know if I can watch. <laughs> I don't think I'm a watcher. <laughs> and she's like, no, I mean everything, Clark. Just, like, everything. And he's like, everything? What? Wait. Huh? Girls are so hard to understand. <laughs> Wait. Do I need to read a book again? <laughs> How to understand women. Because he's already read that one, so I'm surprised he hasn't. God, I hate this dude. <laughs> He and has read that. He did read that, dude. And even Clark, even Lex comment is like, interesting book. Like a book or movie, that's not going to help. Like I say, he reads the first page and then he's like, eh, I know all about it. <laughs> and until I can figure that out, I can't keep doing this, Clark. I need to move on with my life. It's not fair to either of us. Facts. And now Lana just leaves because Clark is not saying anything. Instead, he's just confused. Oh, she'll be back tomorrow. (laughs) Like, he doesn't know what's going on right now. He's still, everything went in one ear and out the other. 
I'm not gonna lie. This was disappointing. Clark's a moron. This was disappointing. Where I was expecting something better, and not only that, but Clark then says, "Oh, Lana just left. So you know what I'm gonna go do? I'm just gonna go make sure that my dad has to run into me so we can talk about problems." He's like trying to cry on purpose so he can ask him about it. John. Yeah, John's doing work. Yes, pulling some hay, and he comes up to the post where Clark is sulking. Completely sulking right now. John notices Clark because that was Clark's intention. Walks over <laughs> to him while he is on the fence and says, Hey, son. Lana sure didn't stay very long. Um, do no. You- it's like, well, that's pretty normal. She never stays longer than like 10 minutes. Are you all right, son? Yeah, dad, but I'm going to change the subject. You know we need to talk about what happened in the caves, right? Whoa, and- <laughs> whoa, whoa. And dad's like, uh, I know. Maybe. You always tell me to be so careful around Lionel Luther, and then you just... Why'd you go down there with the key? I'm not sure. I was just drawn to it. It's the only way I can explain it. Dad, I know it's the deal that you made with Jarrell. John then says, God damn it, not again. And all the time that you thought you had a sacrifice to bring me home. I know this has affected you, Clark. Look. I've done everything that I could that I thought was the best choice in order to bring you home. But this was not Jarrell who did this and who went down in the caves. It was me. That was me. Yeah. So, so he's lying, means- right? No, it's him the entire time, I think. No, he's lying because he doesn't want to, once again, admit that Jarrell is taking over his body. Nah. That's what I'm getting. I think he's just in his head. I think he's just in his head. So maybe Clark should be putting him in a home? Maybe, yeah. He's not in his <laughs> right mind. What's Jarrell waiting for? And even even John's like, how do you know that? And that's where he like, says, Dr. Swan. Dr. Swan told me. Told me about the message. And now John is like, I hate you and your billionaire friends. What did you promise him? That's, that's none th- of your concern, Clark. Dad, if it wasn't for me, you never would have gotten involved with Jarrell. So, come on, why don't you just let me help? Clark, I've always told you to take responsibility for your own decisions. Now, why don't you let me take responsibility for mine? Because now we're both in Lionel's sights, and what are we going to do when he gets that key out of the wall? He doesn't have the key, Clark. It's not in the wall. The key is not in the wall, Clark. You took took it? it? No. But? But it's still out there somewhere. Calling to me. And now who do we see here? Because this does not make sense. How does this make sense? We're back at Dr. Swan's office, and he's kind of grinning a bit, but he has a little box open with the key inside of it and it's separate from the wall obviously not encased in anything it's just a key by itself and he has it how 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 indeed did it fly to him that's the only possibility is that it flew to him meaning he had to have some type of magnet in order to be able to draw the key towards him but i don't know what he would have had in order for that key to be able to fly to him but they do not explain exactly how Dr. Swan was able to receive the key because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. But are you ready for the beginning of Lana branching out and leaving Smallville? Oh, my God. I don't know what you're talking about. I think Lana is going to stay in Smallville. She can never leave because Smallville is her home. Plus, she's going to be a coffee girl forever. Damn, dude. We had no Chloe or Pete this episode. I know. I could not say one time my nine years of the torch, I missed my woman. Instead, I got Clark being a dummy. But for once, I can honestly say Lana, a.k.a. Freddie, 
I feel bad for you. You know, you get a you get a whole Chloe episode next week. Do I? Ooh. She gets a, this is a episode where she somehow gets the power to reveal the truth from someone. Now I'm excited. So she'll I'm, ask a question and they have to answer it. So, but she wouldn't use her powers for evil. She's only going to use them for good because that's what my oh, girl does. Oh, you must does. not know Chloe. No, no, I do know Chloe. No, no, no. And she would never convince people to do something they didn't want to do, real life or oh. Smallville life. She, You're right. She always was a good person. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to hang on to because that's how I remember her. Yeah. Shout out Allison Mack. Yeah. <laughs> Allison Mack. More like Allison Whack. Oh, got him. Roasted. Allison Jailbait Mac. Oh. Damn, that's messed up, dude. Why is that messed up? That's messed up. Why is that messed Too up? Too far. Too far. Oh, she's listening. <laughs> <laughs> They're all listening, dude. She gets privileged for two hours a day. I want to listen to somebody <laughs> save me. <laughs> what did they say about me this time? All right, but yes, that was episode 17, Legacy. We still have some unanswered questions from that. We got a little bit... It's kind of... It was surrounding... Question this. number one. How did John lose the fight? <laughs> he lost the shotgun. He lost the fight. Question number two. Was Clark high the entire episode? Question number three. Was Martha high this entire episode? <laughs> Four. Is Lana diabetic? <laughs> Now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> Real questions being asked. I think Adam infected her some way. You know what? He infected her with some probably truth serum here because I like the new Lana here. She's not going to take the crap and give in to some farm boy who doesn't give her anything. It was either shit or get off the pot, you know? Well, exactly. You know what Clark's doing? No, I'm just going to keep shitty. Yeah, that's right. I'm never going to get off. The it's like, Clark, we're just in the same spot. Nothing has changed. You're just doing the same no, thing. Dude, it's cool. Hey, Clark, tell me about the tornado. You were passed out. Yeah, you didn't remember anything. Actually, if I was her, I would have done that. Just, okay, we can be together. Just answer one question. What happened in the tornado? And if he just, oh, uh, no, and just walk away. Immediately set the tone because maybe then he would understand. But that may be the only way for Clark Kent to, to get it. That's true. It was a good episode, though. Oh, dude. It but was... we only have like five more, by the way. So we're then... about to wrap season three. Good God. Season three. And then we're going to have our awards for season three. Remember, best plan. Yeah, best plan is going to be up there. We can't. We may have to change some of the topics. I may have to throw uh, some like new ideas out for mm. people to see what they want to like hear what they want their question to be asked of what they feel like the best part or the worst part of the season is. Definitely. I need people's opinions because your opinion sucks. Yeah, that's right, honestly. Yeah, it's like Lexus. You're a terrible best friend. Even everyone. Way know, to be a wingman, they, they dude. They said I suck at this show, dude. Everyone in the comments said I suck, right? Paraphrasing, yes. <laughs> Paraphrasing. <laughs> Anyways, this is the Somebody Save Me podcast. You have tuned in once again for another wonderful week with us, the two nerds. Follow us on everything. Don't make me say it again next week, which I will. Five stars, insulting comments. Keep bringing it. Yeah, we want all the reviews, dude. We need them all. Next week, we'll have truth. Episode for Chloe. Get nice and hot and bothered for it. God, I'm already sweaty. <laughs> Wipe yourself up. <laughs>
<laughs> I don't have that many wipes. 